Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and here my co-host, Tim. How's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome to Week 16. Okay, a week full of weird games <laughs> and some fun finishes, and other people you wish you, other teams you wish you could just claw your eyes out and move on with your life. It is Week 15, by the way. <laughs> yeah. This is the first week we actually started losing teams. Like, we lost, yeah. like, one or two teams, but I think we lost, like, five this week. Yeah, a lot of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I am one of them. Hey, you know, they lasted longer than I thought they would. That's all it takes, baby. Yeah, I thought they would. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they had to go on a tear, and then it's like, okay, great. You got a number 18 pick, and you suck. Like, what is that going to do? Like, I want a bunch of money and a good draft pick. <laughs> So the Titans, Titans are in for both right now, I think. But there's a lot of fun games to watch. Like Vikings Bengals was great. Titans Texans was awesome. Bucks Pats was pretty like there was just a lot of games that just were I was like, I can't turn these off because none of them were like blowouts and they were some were blowouts, but most of them were just good games. Right. Yeah. I so, mean it's I was listening to something the other day, like when they extended the the regular season to 17 games, this is exactly what they wanted. Like, you have almost every single team in week 15 that's still in contention. The fan bases are engaged, and you have these competitive games, and it like it's working out. Like, Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people don't watch. I'm pretty diehard. So I'll watch any – if the football is on, unless it's like unranked college, I'll watch. I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, where a lot of people are like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Vikings fan. Well, when the Vikings are eliminated, I'm like, ah, I don't I'll watch the playoffs. But then you get like three or four weeks where you just don't give a crap. Yep. You know, and for me, I just watch it all because I just find it so fascinating. Honestly, gambling and fantasy football help keep you engaged because you got money on this team and money on that team. So uh, I, I just enjoy football. I have a, I have a little bit of a problem. An addiction. Like to yeah. <laughs> a little bit of addiction. It's fine. I'm working through it. Yep. Um, so, this episode, we're going to go over the games, obviously. Our wonderful wives have picked what they believe are the correct answers mm-hmm. based on other conversations. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not confident. I, I am confident in Nicole because she does watch with me. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about Naomi. but yeah. I mean, we were talking about it last week, and we went through the picks for week 15 together, like this past week. And for the most part, I'm like, okay, like, I'm good with that. Yeah. We are stuck with their picks. Like, we can't yes. we have to defend them. So, it, it just is what it is. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm down three right now, right? You are, yep, down three. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. I was hoping to just get one game on you, but obviously that didn't work. So, okay. Well, I'm waiting for Nicole to slip the uh, – Games into the door, and then we're going in blind too. We have no idea. I have yep. not looked. I have not even discussed it. I think I'm one. I think one game I mentioned, and I said, <laughs> I was like, well, or it was like last week. I was like, I picked this. She's like, really? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm gonna support her and whatever she picks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same. We're going to reveal them blindly, or reveal they're blind to us right now, and then we'll reveal them as we go, and just kind of be. I, I was almost just like, Tim, why don't you read mine and I'll read yours? And it took me like five seconds. They're like, I know work. So I'm like, at the camera, like, here, right. what does it say? Here you go. <laughs> like, just slide me here. Wait a minute. <laughs> Not going to work. Nope. All right. Let's dive into this. But with, with the most 
the most confusing game of the week by far. Raiders versus the freaking Chargers. Dude. So this is one of the games I got a free bet on MGM. I'm, I'm going off. It was two dollars, so I was like, I'll put a two dollar bet on Devontae Adams doing something cool. Mm-hmm. And in the whole first half, I'm like 35 points, 35 points, and Devontae hasn't got a touchdown. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so the the Raiders win 63 to 21. Mm-hmm. It was blood. It was 35 to zero at half. I don't know how many turnovers they fumbled the ball. How many times the Raiders did? Like, I think four. it was like four. Yeah, four lost fumbles. I think they all came in the first half. Yeah, like they drive fumble, drive fumble, and it, it was it was just really really bad. Um, I mean it was a blowout. I mean obviously you you had uh, not Eckler. Um, oh my God, Justin Herbert who's out, but mm-hmm. still like you gave up sixty five points. You have two of the best defensive ends in the. Freaking safety, two defensive ends, and cornerbacks in the league, and you gave up 65 points. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and to the Raiders, too, who – Yeah, of all, like, it wasn't the Chiefs or anything. Like, like the previous week, the Raiders lost three to nothing to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the largest two weeks. I think it was the largest score after a team had scored zero or been shut out. Like, it was the largest – following game ever in NFL history. I mean, that makes sense. Dude, it was – I thought I thought O'Connell would have had, like, these stats. He got, like, 28 points of fantasy, which was awesome. But when I'm, like, 35, 60, I'm like, dude, this guy's got to have six touchdown passes. Like, there's no way than this. We had four. Yep. Four still really good. <laughs> but it's just – it was yeah. just confusing. And, honestly, it was really embarrassing. I saw, a, I saw a meme pop up that it was a fake news or fake ESPN that Staley was fired at halftime because <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. Then, of course, he goes fired the next day. Yeah. Which he needed to go. Yeah. I think it was Richard Sherman or somebody at halftime that was talking about that. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's he, like, he usually wouldn't do this, but I think I think it's time. Like, just he got to go. They show a clip of Mark Davis just laughing his ass off during the game. Like, yeah. You're, you, you have to get rid of your coach at that point. Yeah. It's time to go bye-bye. This is amazing when you – I just think off of the Raiders, like, they're all the ups and downs. You have this sought-after – probably the most sought-after head coach last year, Josh McDaniels, and you get this pretty good offense and team, and he can do nothing with them. And you put some interim head coach in as a player before this, and now they're on – I mean, is it a long shot? Sure, but now they have a shot at the playoffs at least. Yep. They got to go 9-8 and eight and hope some, for some big losses, but a lot of these playoff teams are beating each other up right now. Exactly. So they, they could sneak in. Mm-hmm. No, it was ugly. It was ugly. I went to bed at halftime. I was like, I can't. Oh, yeah. I yeah. woke up with like four dollars in my account, and I was like, sweet. <laughs> Got my Devonte Adams touchdown. Apparently, because <laughs> everyone else and their mom scored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got his late. So yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I was happy. But mm-hmm. yeah, big win for the Raiders. Obviously, the Chargers have been out of playoff contention, um, and that's pretty much it for Thursday night. <laughs> yep. Um, now these games were fun. The Saturday games were all these are all playoff teams or potential playoff teams. And so the first game we had on the docket was the Bengals and Vikings. Now this was a very good game, very mm-hmm. stressful. Probably one of the best catches I've ever seen. Um, so the Bengals went twenty-seven twenty-four to tie the game. Browning is blitzed. He rolls to the right. It looks like I don't know how much talent. This is where I can never figure it out. He launches the ball 40 yards in the air. 
Higgins is not in position. He get he boxes him out like a like a basketball player, jumps up. He's like straddling the line, losing his balance, and just reaches the ball over the threshold for a touchdown. It was insane. Um, that tied it, and we went to overtime, and we had a bad drive. We thought they were going to do it, and they had a bad drive, and we got the ball back with, like, what, three minutes left? McPherson ends up with a field goal. So, bit weird. it's a weird dynamic, the fact that we have Jake Browning as our quarterback, and he's actually has one of the best, like, QBRs and completest percentage in the league right now. And we are we are in the driver's seat of a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're playing so well, and it was uh, you know going into that game, Minnesota's defense was playing really well, and for three quarters they kind of shut down Cincinnati, and then Bengals got three touchdowns in the fourth, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. It was a lot, especially this kid's like, I mean, he's not a rookie, but like this is his first time starting. He's, mm-hmm. he has us in the driver's seat. Now, granted, we still have to go through the Chiefs, Steelers, and somebody else, but yeah. we won the games we're supposed to. I think we can beat the Steelers. I think we can at least win nine games mm-hmm. and a couple, couple key losses, and all of a sudden we're in it. You know, the Vikings are not out of it, but they could have really helped themselves here with the win. I mean, they're yeah. all about their fifth string quarterback at this point. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a talented roster, though. Like, they're, they're, it's the Bengals. Like, nothing against Browning, but, like, our roster's so good. You yep. can compete, and he's learning. He's getting better. Yep. So. Yeah, the, the tough thing will be they're just – they keep getting banged up. Like, D, DJ Reader went out. Chase got banged up towards the end of the game, which I don't think he's going to miss anything. But it sounds like Reader will be out for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so. I think so. Luckily, there's three weeks left. Hopefully put ourselves in contention and then they get a little time to rest up. Yeah. The Chiefs will be interested. That'll be a good game because the Chiefs are not playing their best football. No. And I think they're definitely vulnerable. So we'll see what happens there. Yep. All right. I got the Steelers Colts next. Okay. This is I can't first off, I can't believe the Colts are eight and six with Garner Minshew. And they are in a they have a playoff spot currently. And they're tied with the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. All the money that Jacksonville spent on this team, and they've had their starting quarterback all year except for half of one game versus the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Bengals. And yet you are tied with Houston and Indianapolis. One has a rookie. Well, one had a rookie. One lost them. Now they have a glorified backup. The other one has a rookie. And they're still – and Trevor Lawrence still cannot separate this team from the pack. Yep. And it feels like Indy is playing the best of the three right now, which is crazy. They are. They really, really are. Like, the Bengals played them, what, last week for this? Yeah. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's Indy. But I'm like, they played us really well. I mean, at first, then we ran them all over. But, like, they're a good football team. Yeah. You know, they have a lot of pieces. Minshew is playing I mean, three touchdowns. He played really well, especially versus Steelers defense. That's very, very good. Um, yeah. It's a good win all around. I mean, for the Bengals' sake, I wish they would have lost, but it, I, I would laugh. I would laugh very, very hard if Jacksonville gets overtaken by the Texans, or uh, and the Texans had their chance to lose and they didn't, so they're all Stroud's back. So yep. now it's you, you're going to have, and I think these teams play each other in the next couple of weeks. So because usually you have a rivalry game at the end of the season, right? Yeah, I mean, Indy. That was the thing I was going to point out. It's crazy to me that they beat Pittsburgh the way they did because. They were out Jonathan Taylor. Then Moss got hurt. So they mm-hmm. were 
third and fourth string running backs, and they were running all over Pittsburgh. Yep. Like, I I mean, Indy's coach, I can't remember his name right now, the head coach for the Colts, but he, in my mind, is easily like the front runner for coach of the year. He has to be. I mean, you had a top two pick or top four pick. You get a quarterback. You're not supposed to be good. You have a backup as well as a backup, and then your guy gets hurt six weeks in, seven weeks in. You have a backup who's cast out of Jacksonville, right? mm-hmm. and then he went to Philly, I think, and now he's leading a playoff team, and more than likely they're going to make it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I want the Bengals to make it, but they got a tough schedule. The Colts do not. They did not win their division last year. Matter of fact, they were horrific. So it'll be, it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But on the flip side, I think this is going to be Mike Tomlin's first losing year. Mm. I don't think – they got to play the Bengals again. I don't think – I was at that game. Browning struggled. It won't happen again. He's got three more weeks under his belt. He's going to be just fine. Uh, and, uh, and, and in turn, Pickett's still out. Trubisky's terrible. I mean, at least Trubisky can throw touchdowns. That's something Pickett can't do. I think he has like – I think Pickett has like three touchdown passes on the year or something ridiculous like that. Well, I think they're starting Rudolph. Oh, God, that might be worse. But yeah, I think you're, you're right. That's even worse. <laughs> yeah, it's – they're, they're going to fall apart. I mean, granted, they're on the third-string quarterback, but you know what? This year, there's a lot of teams. The Colts, yep. for example, are their second-string quarterback, and you can't win. So, yep. I think this will be – and then someone made a point, too. I saw this. Everyone, they were like, everyone keeps saying Tomlin is a great coach because they've never gone under 500. They've also only ever won one playoff game in his tenure. Really? Or maybe it was since 2015. That's it. Uh, so, since, like, 2015 or 16, he's won one playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think this is the time Tomlin, you know, will get let go or anything, but it is just, it's kind of fun to point out. Well, fun because I'm a Bengals fan. Basically, he's only won one playoff game in the last like seven years. Uh, um, like I said, they're all, they're in contention. And, you know, it's, it's the same thing that happened with Marvin Lewis. Like I said, it's just about five years in a row we made the playoffs. We got beat or we got close. And eventually it was like, okay, you know, you've done a good job here, but it's time to move on to something better. And it, it does in college too. You get these, top 10 teams that they don't win for five years and you're like, okay, time to move on and see if we can get somebody else. So I'll be, um, I'll be interested as a try to be neutral as possible to see how this thing ends for them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think he'll get fired, but you're, you're right. It's very similar to Marvin Lewis where it's maybe it's just a mutual agreement. Like, Hey, we really enjoy what you've done here, but for whatever reason, the players just aren't hearing what you're saying or whatever it is, and they just mutually part ways. I Like, I would not be surprised if he is not the Steelers coach next year. Yeah, I think I think the big thing, the last straw, was he definitely swung and missed on Pickett. Now, granted, they didn't move up for him or anything, but they, he's not it. Pickett's not it. He's just he, – he's an okay rookie season, horrific this year. Um I think it was a stat was like Flacco has more touchdown passes this year than Pickett does. Yeah. He's played three games. So, yeah, I'll be curious how this thing ends. Mm-hmm. You want to do this next one, you poor guy? Yeah. So, next one's Lions-Broncos. Uh, Lions won 42-17. Jared Goff had a huge game. I mean, their whole team played really well. Uh, they bounced back. And Denver just – couldn't do anything. Um, when I was watching it, it was 
so it was in Detroit. It was in the dome and everything you hear about golf is that in a dome, he's great and warm weather. He's great. And that's kind of what it was. Like they just seemed faster and just more in sync than Denver. The kind of weird thing, or I guess the turning point in the game for me, I don't know if you saw this was, I think it was in like the third quarter when the game was still relatively close. It was like two or two scores or so. And Denver was on the goal line and they on second and third down, they had plays that were close. Like second down, it really looked like the guy across the plane third down. It looked like it too, but not as close as the second down play. Sean Payton didn't challenge either one. And then they went for it on fourth and got called for, uh, I think it was an offensive offsides, which I didn't see it. Like they showed the replay. There was nothing wrong. Yeah. So they didn't, they ended up kicking a field goal and it, Vegas never bounced back from that. And then right after that, they pan over to the sideline and Sean Payton is just chewing out Russ. Like it was all his fault. And it was um, confusing because in my mind, it's like, well, Peyton, you didn't challenge either of those plays. Like Mm -hmm. you could have easily had a touchdown. And now it's Russ's fault that somebody lined up offsides like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So we watched that game and we're sick. I wanted to see one because it was, you know, two playoff teams and, I agree. First off, I've never even heard of offensive offsides until the Chiefs game last week, and now I've heard it three times. Yep. So something must have occurred, or maybe they're trying to cover their ass for the Chiefs game. I don't know. But he was definitely not offsides. That's they were all completely fine. And yeah, we look. I was like googling, trying to figure out what like Russ sat there and just took it. But I'm like, what is he yelling at him about? Like all that. Only thing I can think of is Russ audible out of what the play call was supposed to be. And then it didn't, because maybe he's having non flashbacks in the Super Bowl when he threw the ball on the two (laughs) yard. I mean, seriously though, like, and he's like, I am not doing that again. Like I'm going to give the ball to somebody else. And maybe that's what happened. Maybe Maybe. that's the only logical thing I can think of. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. But I mean, all in all, they just looked really bad. Like the offense struggled, the defense was in a track meet and they couldn't keep up because the offense couldn't do anything. And yeah, it was just bad. And the teams that were tied with them for the most part won. So they're, as far as playoff positioning, they're in a pretty bad place right now. They can still make it if they went out, but um, yeah. And on the flip side, Detroit looks like the Detroit we saw earlier this year. Yeah, man, they're all up and down. You know what I want to do? I want to go back. You mentioned the cold weather, warm weather games and dome games. I want to almost go back and look to see their best weeks and their worst weeks to see the difference. That's yeah. a big – like, if it if it lines up to where, like, the dome and, like, cold weeks, he doesn't play well or the cold weeks doesn't play well, that's that's a problem. Yep. Especially – I just feel like most of the teams are up north. I don't know why. In my head, it's just they're up north. Um. That'll be interesting. I, I want to look at that. Now you got me all curious now. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Got my brain turning. I appreciate it. 
All right. So moving on to the, the game I have, the first game I have in the docket is the Texans and Titans, which was an awesome game, honestly. Like, it, it started out real fun, for me at least. And then the, the Texans just kind of hung in there and hung in there. The Titans went up 13-0. to We thought we were going to keep piling it on. All of a sudden, Levis started struggling. Derrick Henry, that might have been his worst outing he has ever had. He, do you see his stat line? Yeah, I'm looking at it. 16 carries for nine, nine yards. Now, if you watch the game, he was getting hit. Typically, they said on average, negative two to three yards behind the line. But then you put Spears in, and he's averaging three yards a rush. And I love Derrick Henry, and I said this the entire is the same reason I'm not dropping Spears to my fantasy team. I believe he'll be the starting running back next year. And we like to run the ball. So I just I don't know what Henry's deal is. He just Spears runs and he seems fine. Henry runs and it looks like he runs right into the defender and then gets mad. He gets tackled. I'm like, well, there's a guy standing there. And I guess before we didn't have a comparison running back, but Spears seems to be just playing better. Yeah. I don't know. He also had four catches for one yard. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, we tried to do a screen play. I don't know, maybe because Spears it's a serious I know it sounds stupid when I say it out loud. Spears is this big. Henry is this big. Like, mm-hmm. is it is it possible that it, Spears is just harder to see? You don't see the predator running at you at full speed? Like the way these tacklers break, I hate Houston, but damn they knew how to tackle. They kept hitting him right in his quads, man. He just go straight down. But granted, his quads are like eye level with them. So like it's fine. It's right there, but I don't know. It's hard to watch. Like someone that I really just I the last seven years I I've idolize this guy, name my son after this guy, and he's just he just struggles. It's hard to watch. And you know, they they really had Casey uh, Case Keenum's number early and they 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 could have beat him and they just didn't. Do you think he's just getting old or do you think he's hurt or what do you think's going on? I don't think he's hurt. It's I don't think he's old either. I I think I hate saying this, but the only thing I can think of really Maybe his ego has gone to his head and his work ethic's gone down because he's still big and strong. But like he can't make a he can he has the inability to not make a first cut. He cannot make a first cut. Like he has to run four yards like a bulldozer, and then he can make small cuts left or right. That's my problem too. I see him, he just gets all his head of steam, take his leg out, he's done. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe he's just kind of gone to his head and he's King Henry and he said, "Always say he'll go to that. He'll go to that Titans Ring of Honor for sure. Probably Hall of Fame. But like, he's just struggling. I don't know. I, yeah. it's, I can't really put a, my finger on it. Yeah. And like Houston's defense is tough, so it, it's not, um, it's not like he was going against some cupcake defense and couldn't do anything. But if they had had some sort of running game, like they were up early, all they needed to do was kind of milk the clock a little bit." And yeah, we exactly. We got two field goals. All of a sudden, it's nineteen to zero. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we we can win that game, but our we just couldn't. Our defense couldn't hold them forever. And I don't I don't blame our defense. Our defense played really well. Except this guy named Devil Devin Singletary. Where the heck did he come from? He right. just ran all over us the whole game. Mm-hmm. Very frustrating. I can't. We lost the case. Keenum. This is CJ Stroud. I respect it a lot more. Nothing against Case. He's just he's just not very good. Yeah, he never did that in his one year in Denver. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you probably have a better team around him than Houston does right now. Mm-hmm. So, ugly loss. Again, Titans are now officially eliminated, but we're uh, right now we have the sixth pick in the draft. So, I haven't had – I think the last time we had a top five pick that I can remember, and I'm sure I'm missing a year, had to be missing a year somewhere, was Vince Young. Wow. Is that long? Lock- well, Locker was a 10th pick. Maybe we had a top five pick. I think we used it on Corey Davis. I remember correctly. <laughs> there was a couple of high-drafted receivers that we swung and missed on bad, but the last big name I remember in top five pick was Ben Jung. Yeah. yeah. That's our problem. We're never the worst, but we need to be sometimes. Like the Chargers. Yeah, like the, Char- like the Chargers don't need a pick, but by God, they're going to get one. Yeah. Apparently, they do need a pick, but on paper, they don't. Right. All right. Um, next game I have Jets-Dolphins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. I really wanted to see Hill play. So the Jets win. Oh, sorry, Jets win. <laughs> Dolphins 3-0. <laughs> <to> <laughs> um, I think I think that's, I think a stat line I saw was the Dolphins had 21 points before the Jets gained their first yard. That's wild. <laughs> Isn't that nuts, man? And Tyreek Hill is out. Arguably a top three finisher for the MVP this year is out, and they still just destroy the one of the better defenses in the NFL. Jeez, yeah, it was tough. I mean, uh, Zach Wilson was coming off of a good game, and then he got concussed and had to leave, which he wasn't mm-hmm. playing well before that. He had a fumble, and um, he might have had a pick too. I don't remember, but yeah, like I. I didn't expect it to be a close game, but like the Jets came off a really good game, so I thought they would keep it interesting in the first half. But no, <laughs> no, I did a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. I I feel bad because I think Hill probably could have gone. It was a game time decision. First off, I got screwed. And Tommy, you're listening to this, you suck. He beat me in the semifinals. Within ten minutes of the game starting, I lost Alave. I lost Hill. And I lost Stroud, and I lost, and then I made the and, and, and so like my Alave and Hill are like my two top scorers. Yeah, and of course he has James Cook. We're going find the whole way, and then that you know, I'm digressing here, but yeah. like I wish I I hope Hill can still pull it off, but he needs like 160 yards a game I think to do it. Um, I hope he hits 2,000. I think that would be just absolutely wild. That would be crazy, but I don't I don't know if it'll happen, but. Yeah, it would legitimately be in 16 games at that point, too. Ooh, that's even better. If he does that, then he, I feel like you got to win. Come on. Right. They're doing it again. The Dolphins, they just changed. Oh, I'm losing my mind, dude. It says 99.9% probability to win, and they already won. I don't like it. Uh-huh. I'm like, how are they going to come back? It's, <laughs> it's with them. Um. Okay. So, next game I have. Uh, Bucks and Packers. So this game, I don't. Bucks win 34 20. I cannot wrap my hand or head, hand, head, whatever. I can't wrap anything around Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. He tore it up 281 with four touchdowns. I mean, no, sorry, 381. My old eyes can't see. 381 yards and four touchdowns. It was the first. Perfect passer rating for a visiting quarterback at Lambeau ever. Really? No. And it's Baker 
I've been cast away by the awful franchise Cleveland Mayfield. Yep. I said so many words there, I forgot his last name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm about to be done. <laughs> I mean, Baker is tied for eighth in touchdown passes. He's 13th in yards. They're in the driver's seat. Like, they can win this division. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's got a 24 to 8 ratio. He's got a 3 to 1 touchdown interception ratio. That's incredible. Yep. Yeah, like, he, he looked phenomenal. Yeah. And it's just, is it, is it Baker's struggle? You know, this past time, like, Baker's been hurt and stuff. Like, Cleveland just cast him out like he was nothing. And now, like, imagine, I, I just guess I imagine, like, well, imagine he was in Cleveland now. Not that Flacco's playing awful or anything. He's not playing awesome. But I don't know. He's only making $4 million. He'll, he'll get a $20 million deal next year. He will. He'll get a three-year, $60 million deal or something like that. Because um, they they're not going to get a top pick. They're not going to get a quarterback. Let's just build a team around him and see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think I, – I, I believe he is a very resilient guy as it is, but – when you have a team that actually believes in you, yeah, um, I'm sure that helps a lot. Where he, to every Cleveland fan that I talked to, it was like he had overstayed his welcome, even though he had this amazing rookie year with them, took him to the playoffs, almost beat the Chiefs. Like it, that last season there, he threw a lot of picks, but he was hurt and yeah. they left shoulder. <laughs> right. Like I, I get maybe it's his personality that just kind of grates on you as a fan, but it seems like he's kind of grown up from that a little bit. And it, he's just out there playing football and having fun. And yeah. And he performs better. I think, I think he would have a better career if he was like a top 15 pick, like mm-hmm. 14, 13th. I think the, he doesn't do well with the pressure, but I think he does really, really well as an underdog. Yeah. Just, yeah. No one's expecting this from him. He'll, he'll, he will finish with 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He just will. And it'll be an incredible season for him. One of his best. I think his rookie year was 26. He, he broke Manning's old record. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, like Jordan Love didn't have a bad game. You know, the Packers just couldn't keep up offensively. You know, he had two touchdown passes, 264 yards, 284. See on my eyes, I can't read on this thing. Um, you know, it, it's a good game, but the Packers, just, like I said, they couldn't keep up with them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I think Jordan Love looked good. Uh, Green Bay is nobody really expected Green Bay to have a good year, at no. least. I did. Um, and he's kind of right where Rodgers was when he first started starting. So, yeah, I would be encouraged as a Green Bay fan. I know this week is tough, and like you want to make the playoffs and everything, but like for what I expected to be a down year, they're playing pretty well. And they still have a shot. Like it, it took a hit, but yeah, yeah, I agree. If I'm a, if I'm a fan, I'm, I'm still excited. Like the Titans, same. I'm excited about Will Levis. I'd be excited about Jordan Love. He's my quarterback. Like he's showing stuff. He's only going to get better. This is the most teams he's ever played in since college, and that was a long time ago. Yep. Um, so I, I am curious to see you know the next couple of years how he ends up. But um, yeah, I'm good win for the Bucks. I, I like. The Bucks would be the most fun in the playoffs because they have the best chance to beat somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't think Atlanta can't beat anybody. The Carolinas, Carolina, they ain't going to make it anyway. And then the Saints, they're so hot and cold. Speak of the devil, we're up there up next. But um, yeah. oh, it's I like to see I like to see Baker cause some chaos. Oh yeah, for sure, that'd be fun. Um, so next game I have uh, Pat, 
almost said Packers, she's little peeps. The Saints Giants, um, not much of a game really. Uh, Saints win twenty four to six. Giants is really good at getting them going. Barkley didn't have a good rushing game, and Devito was the leading rusher for the Giants. Never good when you have Saquon. McCarr mm-hmm. actually, I don't know if his lineman screaming at him like, "Hey, if you don't do better, I'm going to let you die." Like, I don't know if that like helped, but he comes out throws for two nineteen, uh, a two eighteen, and three touchdowns. Like, they easily win this game. Like, easy. And the defense showed up, and it's like, okay, this is the how the Saints can play, but they just they're so inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Carr was this was probably his most efficient game. Like he only missed five passes. Um and then even with Alave out, like Kamara is involved in the offense and they were moving the ball and it it's kind of exactly what you said. Like this is what the Saints could be, but Carr has been so just he's been bad this year. Like turned the ball over a lot, made bad throws and uh, you know, they should have beaten the Giants, and they did. But it's like, like you, we were saying with the Bucks, like the Saints don't seem like that team that can win the division and then go win a playoff game. No, not at all. No, it'll be against, like you said, Dallas or Philly. They're gonna get just completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're exactly right on that. I just it'd be a game like I'm gonna watch it because it's football, but it's it's not gonna be good. Right. Right. So, um, so but, before we move on with the Giants, if you're the GM, the owner, whoever, are you trying to find a way to get rid of Daniel Jones and let DeVito start from now on? I, I don't even know. I let DeVito phrase this. I'll do anything but Daniel Jones at this point. I mean, and you defended him a lot last year, but I think you'd agree with me now. They plugged a nobody into that role, and he is outperforming Daniel Jones. Now, he's not as good as a rusher as Daniel Jones, which I don't really care. It's a quarterback, but he is outperforming him by far. Still not great, but at this point, I think you could put almost anyone in there, and you're going to see success. Yeah. If I'm if I'm uh, the Giants, I'm probably – I don't have – there's no team, and they don't want to admit it. The defense is okay. The receivers are men. Darius Slayton's older. Like, Saquon, I'm dealing Saquon. I'm dealing Daniel Jones. I'm getting all the picks I can, and I'm going to build a team because I need, like, seven or eight pieces. There's no way they win in the next – not with Philly and Dallas. Like, that's the problem is, like, you can put a decent team together, but you specifically have to go against Philly and Dallas. You ain't going to win unless you overhaul that entire roster. Right. Which, I mean, I don't think DeVito is their future, but – I agree with you. Like, Daniel Jones is not going to beat Hurts or Dak in the next couple of years. No, that, and that's the problem. That's it. Normally, I'm like, yeah, give the kid a chance, put a couple weapons around him, he'll be fine. No, you need you need a lot more picks. Get a third rounder for Daniels. Get a second rounder for Saquon. And you suck, so you'll get a dice pick now. So, like, yeah, you take your first round pick. You go to this next or second, extra, extra third. You load up on talent. Go from there. Yep. Um, oh, this this game. This game. Um, next game is Panthers Falcons. Oh boy, it was seven to six for like ever. It was, I mean, it was so bad. Like, it, it or seven to three most of the game, and then two excellent field goals in the fourth quarter sends the Panthers over the bleeding Falcons nine to seven. Mm-hmm. I I have nothing to say except for the fact that Pace Keenum's top receivers were out. He's a backup quarterback. 
and he still outperformed CJ Stroud or CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Like the Atlanta's not good. They're terrible. I don't understand how Bryce Young is not putting up 20 points a game. He's got Thielen. He's got a decent running game. They need more pieces. They don't need picks, though, which is the problem. Right. Um, I don't know. It was just an ugly game, and I don't even think I ever turned it on. Yeah, I mean, I Atlanta needed to win this game, and mm-hmm. they just didn't. And it's the – it's a very frustrating thing for me, and I'm not a fan. Like, they have such a good team on paper besides the quarterback. And Ritter is a UC guy, and I will always be a fan of his for what he did at UC, but he is not doing well as an NFL quarterback. Mm -hmm. And it's like their team, their coach or whoever was just like, the rest of the roster is good enough. We'll be fine at quarterback as long as they're – average and yeah. they didn't do anything with it and now they're in the spot where they're in a very winnable division and if they had a competent quarterback they would be in the lead mm-hmm. yep they arthur smith is now he's the coach of Atlanta. he's scrambling and you can tell he's just trying to save his job mm-hmm. he's doing anything and everything to do it he's obviously given up on ritter uh heineke i mean i like heineke i was very high on he's fun to watch He's still not the quarterback. I mean, maybe maybe he gets lucky and wins the next three games. And somehow you win this division. I have no idea. But, yes, they have, on paper, I think they actually have the best team. Yeah. Not starting the quarterback. But at the beginning of the season, I would have told you they were the best team in that division. Yep. Right uh, New Orleans. Like, right there. One and two. And, I mean, I thought Tampa was just aging. Baker, maybe I'm like, they're just trying to put fans in the stands. No, they're going to win the division probably. Mm-hmm. Um. It was just a hard game to watch. It was not fun. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think Atlanta's not going to have a high enough pick to get a quarterback. So no. you start looking at the quarterbacks around the league. I don't know if Chicago would do this, but they're probably going to have the number one pick. If they – if somehow Atlanta got Justin Fields, like that team gets very interesting very quickly. I I did read that it said I think it was Atlanta and the Giants I think are going to make a run at Fields is the rumor I heard if they don't if if Chicago's not sold on them um, I just think Fields has such an upside I maybe I'm biased and that's probably my problem here but I just he's so electric we'll get to, well I'm on the next game already but I, I will get to that here in a second some of the play but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, if I'm, a, yeah, I mean, if Arthur Smith gets another season and I want to save my job, I'll deal. I'll give you two first round picks for Fields. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, do I trade for the, or the, my, from the Bears, do I just trade away my first round pick for three picks and then keep Fields and be like, we're going to build a freaking dynasty? I don't, I don't know. Right. It'll be exciting to watch either way. Mm-hmm. But since we're on it, we can talk about the Bears. Yes. So this game, so Browns, Bears. The Bears had it. The Bears had it the whole time. And they just blew it there at the end. I think, did you see the, uh, was it Komet that dropped that, uh, like, easy touchdown pass? Did you see that? I saw the Hail Mary. Are you talking about something else? Oh, yeah, there's another one. Don't even start on the Hail Mary. Yeah. (laughs) So, they did a play action. It was a play action, and Fields Randall was right. 
and there was two crossing routes. He had a shallow and a deep. Well, the safety came down the shallow. So I think it was Komet, or it was one of his tight ends, had about a seven-yard gap to the closest safety. Wide open. Fields running, lost it. I mean, you couldn't have thrown the ball any – you and I would have caught this thing. Mm-hmm. Full pass, you and I catch this ball 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. It literally lands in his little meat pockets and just – and just pops out. It's a guaranteed touchdown. Mm-hmm. It pops out, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that, that – and it was later in the game. Like, that could have been the difference, but they couldn't seal it. And then the Browns came back and won it. Um, Flacco's playing incredible. And, I mean, I, I mean, this game he struggled a little bit with interceptions, but, like, he's thrown for almost 400 yards. Right. And, you know, Fields is struggling, but, like, one of the interceptions doesn't count. It's a Hail Mary. See, so at the end of the game, you, you actually, you can talk about the Hail Mary. I, I've talked enough. You go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Chicago was in control of this game for a long time. And then in the fourth quarter, Cleveland needed a drive, and Joe Flacco went vintage Flacco, basically. Mm-hmm. And got him down into field goal range very quickly. And, yeah, I mean, they got a touchdown with three minutes left to tie it. And then with 30 seconds left, they hit the field goal to go ahead. And so Chicago gets the ball back with very little time. And Fields makes a couple throws, gets it to, like, the 50-yard line. So they're in position for a Hail Mary. And he immediately on the snap, Miles Garrett is in his grill, and he runs out and get space, and lost it up, <laughs> and it got deflected, and there was a Bears guy just laying on the ground, and it hit him in the stomach, and just bounced away, and a Cleveland guy grabbed it for an interception, but it's like, he had it in his hands, and the Bears would have won, and he just dropped, like, Fields did all he could. Yeah, that was, like... Again, I have to use you and I because we are athletic in our own respect. But, like, he was laying on the ground. It wasn't even like a jump ball. The ball fell onto his belly with his hands, and it was like – it looked like a hot potato game. Like, I saw it live, and Nicole's like, what? I'm like, look at this. And I paused it. He had both hands around the football. No one near him because they're all like, where is it? Where is it? And he, he laid there and threw – it's like he threw it away. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's, by the way, that was Mooney. That's their number two receiver. <laughs> yep. Like, that's where I'm like, you guys bust on fields. I'm like, he has no support. No help. No help. You trade away. You, you let your running back leave. Who's been hurt. Herbert does nothing. He's been hurt. And you have, oh, what's his name? I actually like their running back. I can't his name off the top of my head. But, like, he's doing okay. You don't – there's no defense. There's no defense. There's no receivers. There's no running game. And, like, a field is running around like a crazy person, and you just do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you, what, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, Rashawn Johnson is their starting running back. No, that is? Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Rashawn, it's got it spelled weird. I don't understand it. But, yeah, I mean, we, or they should have won this, and they should have been in the playoff hunt. And they didn't. You know, they're locked up that fifth fifth pick. I mean, the Bears, I cannot stress this enough. They can – if they can make the right call this spring, they are going to be dominant. Mm -hmm. You know, if if they're like Fields is it, or they can somehow like trade their first pick, get back up, get Mayo or Williams or whatever, and collect two or three first-round picks out of this, 
I mean, and they pick the right quarterback with that Fields or Williams, I mean, you have a 10-year dynasty coming of just pure dominance in a weak division. I yep. don't think anyone's going to run away with that except for the Lions, maybe. Right. So I, I'll be very interested to see how they handle this. Yeah, I mean, they it, – it's exactly what you said. I mean, the Bears, like the Jets and the Browns, typically just ruin quarterbacks. Yep. And Fields does not have the record or the stats to back this up, but he is carrying that team. Like, he's – we we love him on this podcast, but it's like he is making plays – as much as he can without getting killed and his, the rest of his team is just letting him down. Yep. That's what it feels like to me. And I try not to be biased, but that's exactly what it feels like to me. Yeah. Like put him on the Bengals, put him on the Browns or the Browns, the buck, the, Oh my gosh, the Broncos have a better talented offense than yeah. Uh, I was like, give him Sutton and uh, Judy, Javante Williams to see what happens. Yep. Like it's, it's just going to be better. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, the Browns are in there. I can't believe they're going to get a playoff spot. It's, it's, it's a weird. It's a weird. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird time to be a quarterback because it feels like half the league is backup mm-hmm. and people are still winning, which is just strange to me. Right. Um. So, next one I have this is actually ended up being a better game than it should have been, I think. Um, the Patriots scored late, but uh, Chiefs Patriots, Chiefs went 27 to 17. Yeah, it's just ugly, man. Like Mahomes, again, I'm, I'm bashing him. He won 300 yards, two interceptions, two touchdowns, no running game whatsoever. Kelsey, why he's still going to have a thousand yard season, is not the same. It's like he's lost a step. Um, the Chiefs, it feels weird bashing a nine and five team, but they just they don't look good. No, like I think I saw somebody say, like you, you know. And they're being serious. Like, you do all these commercials and you're away from football. Like, that might actually have an effect. And now he's got his coach doing it. And Kelsey's in there doing it. And it's like, maybe that is part of it. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, They do not scare me, even a little bit. No. I mean, this this is the first year with Mahomes where they don't seem dominant. And, like, it's hard to blame it on just one group. But their receivers are so bad. Like, yeah. Kadarius Tony had another big drop. Like, he he had a ball in his hands and then let go, basically, and a Patriot guy intercepted it. And yep. it shows Mahomes on the sideline just like, what am I supposed to do? And you have to – there has to be somebody else in that Chiefs locker room or on the practice squad that can just go out and run routes. Like, Tony is – and it's not just him, but the last two weeks and then the first game of the year, he's cost them games. Like, it – I don't know what you do. And and the Chiefs are probably going to be the third or fourth seed, and they'll still get a home game, and Mahomes will probably still win a playoff game and get to the AFC Championship maybe, but – like they just don't seem like the same team anymore. Yeah, they, you're exactly right. I'm actually going to look up what their cap, salary cap is for next year because I am curious. Chiefs salary because I think they're out of money. If I remember right, 
They've got to be with Mahomes' contract. Right. See, so Chiefs currently have the least salary cap in the NFL. 2024 looks good. What? It's saying that they're going to have $135 million open? That's All right. I don't, that doesn't make any – not with Mahomes and Kelsey. There's, I guess they don't have any – well, to be fair, they don't really have any offensive weapons like Hill or anything that's taking up money, so. Right. It's basically those two and Chris Jones. Like, that's – Oh, here we go. Sorry, I read the – they're going to have the 11 – they're going to have $45 million. Okay. That's what the cap, and that's what because the cap increased. So like you can go out and sign up, you know, Mike Evans, T Higgins, T Higgins better not go there. But like <laughs> you're gonna have to go big. I take every dime of that damn money and I'm putting it to two stud receivers and I'm getting rid of go get Evans, go get Higgins. I'm out of money. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna win now because Kelsey ain't gonna get any better. It's he can still keep playing. He could probably play another four or five years. Travis Kelsey, the tight ends can still block and still make plays, but it's it's time to I, I'm hitting the panic button. I'm like, I'm gonna get two really good receivers. Evan's gonna be a short deal. Higgins gonna be a long term deal and we're gonna we're gonna go win this thing. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean it's something. It's we talked about it last week. I don't know how much of it has to do with Eric enemy leaving, but because they didn't have receivers last year and they were fine. Like they had Juju, but it's not like he was lighting it up every game. Um exactly. Yeah. But on the flip side, Patriots played better. The offense is clearly more potent with Zappy back there. It just is. Um, and, I mean, they're going to get a top five pick. They're probably going to take the quarterback, which I don't blame them. Again, I deal Mac Jones. Go get a second or third round pick for Mac. Someone could probably salvage that guy. But, I mean, you're going to get a new quarterback, and I'd be curious to see how that goes. But they're not going to give up much, which is good because they don't – I mean, I feel like any team that tries to trade up and trades all those picks, it's a desperation heave at best. And it doesn't – it creates such a – like the Panthers are a prime example of what happens. The bottom falls out. You got no assets. Nobody wants to come there. I don't know. But I'd roll with that for the rest of the year, trade Mac, and then see where the – you know, see where you fall as far as the picks. But you're probably going to see a quarterback there. Yeah, I mean, they have a good defense. They have – Stevenson is still a good running back. Um, I think if they get a quarterback and a decent receiver, they'll be in pretty good shape. Yeah, I agree completely on that. But I'm, I'm sure Belichick will be gone. So Right. Um, all right, this game was fun. I like it because I don't like the Cardinals or Kyler Murray. So, uh, Niners, Cardinals, Niners just – I mean, destroy them. 49, 45, 29. Uh, I mean, the Cardinals put up some late touchdowns, but let's put it this way. The Cardinals put up 13 points, and they still lost by 16. So, if that gives you any indication on how bad this was. Um, Purdy, I just – I don't know how people keep saying Purdy's a system quarterback. <laughs> Mac Jones was a system quarterback in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like, I would even argue Ryan Tannehill was a system quarterback for the two and a half years of dominance he had. Like, those are system quarterbacks. Alex Smith. Yeah, G- yeah and again, Gino, I think, is a system quarterback. I think, again, they can succeed in their little vacuum. Mm-hmm. But I saw a stat today. Purdy has the, the – he's last place in pass attempts in the NFL, but yet he's second in yards, first in touchdown. That's wild. Isn't that – he's already – he's at 29. Jeez. 
there's a decent chance he gets to like 37, 38. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. And we're like, system quarterback. I'm like, no, 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 no. You throw a touchdown or two, I'll call you system quarterback, and that's how you perform. He's in it week in and week out throwing 13 to 14 yards or, or 13 to 14. Uh, th- three to four, that'd be crazy. Three to four touchdowns again. Mm-hmm. Coming off Tommy John surgery, which I've never seen a quarterback even get. Yep. He's made like nine or 1.1 million. This kid's in for a payday next year. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not, if I'm him, I'm not playing. Like, because you, this is the second year you're making crap. You've outperformed your first year, which was incredible. You're on the last year of your deal. You got quarterbacks, you're beating the crap out of Dak. Jalen, all making a bunch of money. Daniel Jones, for God's sakes. Like, I'm being like, look, you're going to pay me at least – you're gonna, or you're at least going to bump my salary up this year to a starting quarterback. Yeah. Even just for one year, and I'll sign that. Yeah. It'd be a sign-on bonus of $25 million, move on. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that he'll do that, but it is crazy that we've talked about him being – just a plug and play type guy, like any quarterback that you put in this offense is fine. Which McCaffrey is having an MVP season, and Kittle yeah. is still a freak, and Debo's looking really good the last couple of weeks. But it's not like Purdy is, if the first read isn't there, he doesn't know what to do. Like he is scrambling and making plays and throwing these bombs, like directing guys as he's running around. Like, He's doing all this stuff mm-hmm. outside of the system. Yep. You know, it's – and there's a reason that he has made it work when Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance couldn't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Garoppolo didn't play like this. Trey Lance sure as heck. I mean, he was a higher pick. Than, he was a top three pick. Yep. Same weapons. Exact same weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so McCaffrey – I don't think they do triple crowns and running backs, but he's in first in carries, first in yards, and third in touchdowns. I don't know if that's a thing there, but I hope there is because he's really dang close. That's pretty good. And as as a receiver, oh, I pulled up the stat. Oh, it won't show me. I wish I could see his receiving stats compared to all the other receivers, but it won't show it. That's frustrating. Listen on this quick map. Um, on the flip side, I mean, Murray's coming off a tear torn ACL. Connor Stoll's running very well. Connor's like a sleeping, not MVP, but like really good running back. Like he's a he's the heart and soul of that team. McBride's playing well. They got some pieces, young pieces. I'm still not sold on Kyler. Um, if I'm the Cardinals, maybe I'm flaunting him in front of New York, trying to see if the Giants want him or something like that. Um, see if you can get a first round pick out of it. Um, but I I'm not sold on Kyler Murray at all. And they should have a top pick, so I, I would be, I'd be going after a quarterback if I were them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's he's not played bad since he came back. Like he's still recovering from that injury, I would think. Um, and the 49ers defense is ridiculous, so I don't put too much into this game. Like you you do have to play San Francisco twice a year, so you want to look competitive against them, which. The Cardinals really didn't, but that team just isn't very good. So I, I don't know how much I would read into it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, realistically, 
I have like, like I feel like I have a gut clock on some of this. Like I knew Staley was getting fired this this year. He was just terrible. Like I, I do believe Kyla has one more year. Mm-hmm. I would personally do that myself, but I believe they're going to put some stuff around them, have a decent free agency. They have the cap space. They're going to put a team around them. They don't go eight, eight, nine, and eight, or uh, nine, or yeah, nine and eight, ten and eight, whatever, whatever I'm trying to say. Like I yeah. think Kyler, I think he's gone. Maybe, yeah. But my gut says a year. Hmm. So, like some of that stuff when you watch football enough, you can kind of see the writing on the wall. Yeah. Uh, between the rumors you hear, and then it's just like you can just put yourself in those shoes. You're like, if I'm the GM, what am I doing? I'm, I'm getting rid of Kyler Murray is what I'm doing. But maybe we will. They just love him so much. <laughs> I don't. Maybe they do. Um. Okay. So, next game I have, I have Rams-Washington. So, this was interesting. Not because the game was good or anything, but the Rams win 28-20. Uh, Commanders put up, again, similar. Commanders put up 13 points to try to make it a game in the end. And then the Rams had put up eight before that. And it just ended up being, you know, jump time or garbage time kind of. So, um, Stafford had a good game. Uh, dude, I will say this. Kyron Williams. You said this like last – you said every – he is a beast, man. Yep. 27 carries and 152 yards? Mm-hmm. What? That's insane. And they are getting hot at the – this is like 2020 Rams minus like the dominant defense all over again. Yeah. I mean, it. they looked so good in that first half. And Stafford looks like he's – He's old, but he's not old, you know, and he's still making all these throws and thrown to just these dudes, like obviously Cooper Cup, but like it, that team is just so I it in my mind it's like one of Sean McVay's best coaching years. Like yep. you have Stafford, you have Cup, you have Aaron Donald, and then you put the like you puzzled the rest of this team together. And they are probably going to make the playoffs. And I would imagine they're probably going to be playing Detroit. And, I mean, all the parody with that, with Jared Goff and whatever. But, like, yeah. I they could win that game. Yep. They could beat anybody right now, the way they're playing. Everyone's healthy. Cup's back. Nakua's kind of gone down a little bit. But I, I don't think that's Nakua being bad. I think it's just he's not getting touches. And as soon as they try to double-team cup, they're screwed, you know. And, yeah, I don't want to play the Rams right now. No. Um, on the flip side, Brissett got two drives. In two drives, he got more yards than Howell did the entire game. I didn't even see that he played. That's crazy. Yeah, he, he played the entire game, and then he got benched. And yeah. – or, or benched, I don't know which one. But he, Now, granted, I will say this. It was probably in a prevent defense. And they probably let him complete some stuff. But still, you had you threw almost three times the balls as Brissett did, and he beat you by 20 yards. Come on. Like, how, I mean, really, how did, how did that happen? Yeah. That's it's, crazy. Mm-hmm. I know, right, man? That's why I, I, I couldn't believe that. I, I, get, I see these memes, like, on, like, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and I'm like, these are memes. These are fun facts. I like these. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it, the, the, the Washington Commanders, it – Again, if they went to the Redskins, they'd probably be better, but they won't do that, you know, because woke and everything. But I just feel like they'd be a better team. Um, just the commanders. It sounds about as stupid as the Cleveland Guardians, to be honest. Yeah. Um, same energy. It's all dumb. Uh, 
Yeah, Sam Howell started out. I feel like he's just kind of gone downhill slowly. Um, he there's like Jordan Love. I feel like it's been like up and down, but I truly feel that Howell is just started out hot. They got tape on him. He's just slowly crumbling. Yeah. So I, I don't yeah. think I'm not sure he'll be the starter next year. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're 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 not going to have. I mean, they are four and ten, so they will have a pretty high pick. I don't think they're going away from Hal. I think he'll probably get another year. And you, Rob Rivera is probably gone. I would imagine. Yeah. I would think Eric Bieniemy gets that job. I don't know, but it, it, if Hal gets another year with Bieniemy, like their offense is pretty good when they're healthy. I mean, Brian Robinson didn't play this game. Um. It's just they sold off all their defense. And yeah. so they're just kind of a one-sided team right now, and they can't win games. Like, if you give them another year and kind of build up that defense again, who knows? Yep. You're absolutely right. And they got the pit. They have picks now. I mean, they're going to have extra picks. Third-round picks are good, too. You know, like, they are they have extra weapons. I think they realize that, like, look, like, we can sign Sweat and uh, Chase to these huge contracts, but like, it doesn't – it's not going to fix our problem. Right, you know, like on defense is great, but it needs to be in addition to. It takes a very rare situation for your defense to carry you that far. Eventually, someone's going to make you put points up. So, I think Chicago. Or I think Chicago. I said sweat, didn't I? Yeah, they did trade sweat. They Chicago. I think yeah. Washington realized realized that of like we are not going to win this year. Let's take what we can get out of these players. We don't want to pay. Just chase young, truthfully, while good for two years. Last two tiers, injuries, stupid decisions. Am I giving you hundred million? No. Um, but you're right, it's one sided and they're not gonna win right now. Yeah. No. Um all right. So this what a weird game this was too. Um, you know, the Bills Cowboys, the Bills win thirty one to ten. Josh Allen threw for ninety four yards. Yep. And the Eat the crap out of them, only because of James Cook. What do he have? 25 rushing yards, 180 yards, and a touchdown. He also had, what else? Thought he had some receiving. Oh, yeah, he had 42 yards receiving and a touchdown as well. <laughs> Off two catches. <laughs> yep. So, 220 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. It was uh, this was the game of the week, which Dallas uh, had. I mean, they're just not good on the road. I don't know what it is, but Buffalo had to win this game, and they're playing like they're like somebody threatened their mom or something. Like it's they're just beating up on teams, and it's scary now because Josh Allen has a running game, like. Yep. We have been banging this drum for forever. Like, if yep. you just give Josh Allen a running back so he doesn't have to be Superman every game, he doesn't have to throw it 40 times and run it 20 times, this is what they can be, and it's scary. <laughs> yeah, because guess what? Next week, I'm stacking the box. Yep. But Josh Allen's going to do you, you can't guard both. Like, mm -hmm. you can't are both long-term. This is all, and you're right. We've been, I've been screaming this for two years. I'm like, you need to get a running back for the love of God. Like 
because as soon as you do, like they're like, wow, not only can we win, we're going to dominate. And now the defense is going to go, well, what's going to happen now? Like, do I stack the box with seven and leave Diggs one-on-one? No, but I have to because, okay, now, again, the Bills and the Rams are probably two of the scarier teams right now because they're getting hot. Yep. Oh, um, on the flip side, dude, Dallas looked horrific. Like one of the worst performances I have ever seen. Yeah, it, it was just so bad all around. Um, Dak, I think if he had any shot of the MVP, I think that's gone. The running game, actually, Pollard didn't do too bad. He was averaging about five yards a carry. He just they got down so early, he couldn't do anything. Hmm. And see, the, only, the lone touchdown was a C.D. Lamb rush, which is just weird. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, we've kind of t- touched on it a little bit with the Dolphins and less so the Cowboys. Like, these are two good teams, but they're not really beating the good teams. Mm-hmm. Like, Dallas beat Philly, which was a big game, but it was at home. And Dallas at home is a completely different offense. They're putting up like 42 points a game. Yep. So it's it's interesting. And we'll get to it with Philly losing on Monday, but like Dallas kind of needs to win the division to have a shot at winning a playoff game, in my mind. I agree. It sets them up for the most success. And luckily, since Philly lost to your point, they still have a chance. But this would have actually put them in a, like a really good spot. Yep. Uh, but – Get nervous. They don't want to win it. Yeah. But yeah, but you're right. I think if they go in the first, if they don't get the division, I feel like they'll lose the first game. Mm-hmm. All right. What an ugly game, too. Again, this is what I'm talking about with the Trevor Lawrence, but whatever. I'll get to it. So Jaguars, Baltimore. Baltimore wins this easy 23 to 7. And, you know, Trevor Lawrence is hurt. Don't get me wrong. I understand he has a high ankle sprain. It's his choice to play. If he's that hurt, he shouldn't be playing. And they just honestly, like, Lamar went full Lamar on them and, like, rushed for almost 100 yards. I mean, his passing has been iffy, but the thing with the Ravens is you can – if you can't get up on them in the first two quarters, you're screwed. Like, you've got – you have to take away Lamar's urge to run. You just have to. Or make them pay for it. And they just didn't do that. They got up early and they're like, I'm just going to run. I mean, before it was what? 10 to 0 going into halftime. Like they had all the number. And then it just, Lamar just went off. So, yeah. um, Lawrence didn't turn the ball over, but Etienne didn't run very well. Lawrence was the leading rusher. For, yeah, he was averaging 10 yards a carry, uh, but just struggled all around. He did have two fumbles. So, uh, I didn't see that. Yeah. I mean, it was. The first half was ugly for Jacksonville. Like the, I think McManus missed two field goals in the first half. And then Lawrence, they were in the red zone and Lawrence just dropped the ball. So Baltimore got a fumble out of that one. Um, And then at the end of the first half, Jacksonville was driving down and Lawrence makes this pass and the clock is running, and instead of spiking it, they decide to run a play, and he throws it out to the sideline, and the guy doesn't get out of bounds. So then they just run out the clock um, without getting any points. So it was just a sloppy game for Jacksonville, whereas Baltimore looked like one of the best teams in the AFC. 
Yep. That's Baltimore scary, but I, I, I will, I will keep repeating myself. If you can get up 10 to zero, the scariness kind of goes, the teeth go back, their tail goes between their legs. Now Lamar's got to outpass you. It's not going to happen ever. Yeah. It's it, just not, but I do not, I never want to be down 10 to zero to Baltimore ever. No, because nope. he is. So this game was awesome. Dude, Drew Locke is a gangster. <laughs> what a weird sentence. So, <laughs> Seattle, Philly. Seattle should not have won this game. <laughs> Philly, but the fun fact, I don't know if I told you this. You know Philly hasn't, let me ask this last podcast. Philly hasn't beat Seattle in 15 years. Oh, really? Fifth, now it's going to be 16. But, yeah, 15 years. Please. 2008, Tim, I was graduating high school was the last time Philly beat Seattle. That made you feel old 15 years ago? Uh, yeah, that makes me feel old. The heartburn and the aching when I sleep, you know, all of that really. <laughs> so, um, but, like, I'm watching this game. I told you I had a bet. I won some money on it. It looked like Philly about to run away with it. Seattle's defense stepped up. Hurts had a horrific interception. Um, but Drew Locke. So, Drew, let me, let me paint this picture. Gino was questionable. And he was warming up. He got yanked last second, and Locke was thrown in mm-hmm. to the game. And he just like, – the game was good. Walker had a great – Walker was tearing them up on the ground. Oh, yeah. And if you didn't watch, it was like third and ten with how much time? 28 seconds left. They needed a touchdown to take the lead. And apparently – I don't know if I sent this to you, but in the – what had happened is basically Smith and Jigba had one-on-one on the right side of the field and Locke just put it up there for him to get. And he put it on a dime over his shoulder for the game-winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I guess Locke in the huddle told with a run of the play, he's like, look, if you're one-on-one, I'm throwing it. Mm-hmm. And he told that, I guess, as soon as – he threw it pretty early. He just put it up in the air, yeah. saw it, and launched it. But it, he called it before he threw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. That last drive for Drew Locke was – I mean, he played in Denver a couple of years. That was easily the best drive he's ever had. Yep. I mean – Incredible. Yeah, the passes he was making, like DK was big on that drive leading up to that last throw where he hit Smith and Jigba. But, yeah, I mean, it's – Seattle needed to win this game. And – like you said, they should not have. I mean, Philly was in control the majority of the time. And it's something going on with the Eagles right now where – and I don't know if you heard Jalen Hurts' post-game press conference, but he said something about how guys just aren't as committed as they need to be. And wow. then the reporter kind of pressed him on that, and he kind of backtracked a little bit. but. It's this thing where I think Jalen Hurts – I love Jalen Hurts. I think he is such a, a cool, um, well-spoken, like, just gamer. Like, he he wants to win everything he, he does, and um, he he's used to kind of having the spotlight on him where Philly kind of isn't. Like, yeah. The Eagles are this team now where it's like you have the Chiefs where everybody 
that plays the Chiefs is like, this is our Super Bowl because it's the Chiefs and Mahomes and Andy Reid. The Eagles are kind of getting to that where it's like, hey, you've been good the last couple of years. We're circling this on our calendar and giving you our best. And, they, I mean, they're, they've had a tough stretch for sure, but they, they're just not closing games. And it, it's they don't look uh, like the Eagles that we thought they would be. Yeah, I think it falls to Hurts. I mean, I didn't look at the stat line until you started talking. I just pulled it up. 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's not good. Like, not for a expensive quarterback who, you know, last year took care of the ball so well and ran so well. And if you watch him now, he's scared to run. I've seen he slides sometimes. Sometimes he's like, I'm going to get murdered. I'm going to slide. I am all about that. But there are certain times where, like, he has the edge, he needs to run, and he just slides or goes out of bounds. Even if he's not going to take a big hit. And it's weak. I, I noticed early on in the season, I'm like, oh, maybe he's just being cautious. But now he's turning the ball over, and he's being he's almost playing too cautious. Um, which I understand to a certain extent, but you still got to win the games. Because now, instead of sealing up the division, having a very good shot at it, now you – luckily Dallas lost, but you're still – you're not in it. Like, you are in it, but, like, you could have you made them climb to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, he was dealing with an illness before the game. So like he flew separately from the team and everything. And so there are people who are saying that, but like he played the game. So you can't make too many excuses for him. Yeah. Uh, Cause like, if you're good enough to play the game, you're good enough to take the criticism when you lose. So yeah, uh, you made that. I, I, I agree. I, um, I don't know if you watched, this is off topic, but the FC final, um, semifinal like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, football, or, well, technically it's football, uh, soccer. Um, so the MV, I don't know much about MLS because it's, well, it's MLS. And I guess uh, Cincinnati had the MVP of the league, Acousta, Costa, or whatever his name is. And they were going into extra time, and they don't, in, in MLS, in overtime, especially in the playoffs, you either do two periods of overtime. That doesn't work. You go into a shootout. And I, I guess in soccer, that's a long-winded way to say all this, but in soccer, once you get pulled out, you're out. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, it's not basketball or football or anything. So they asked the MVP if you wanted to come out because they were like, dude, you're cramping. You're, they were, everyone's falling down. You're cramping. He's like, let me put fresh legs in because you you can't do it. He's like, no, no, no. I got this. Immediately shut down. He could barely jog. He laid there. He stood there like – and I'm like, that was a really poor decision from a leader of the team. And I feel like what like you were talking, the reason I'm saying all that is because like with Jalen, I'm like, if you felt that bad, you know, you, Mariota's a very good backup. You can win this game. Mm-hmm. And you make a poor decision. And it, like you said, you have to take the criticism. If you made the decision, that means you were well enough to go. And if you screwed up, you made the wrong decision. You need to own up to it. Yeah. That's it. It didn't, it didn't sound like he made any excuses. But at the same time, like you got to zone that. Maybe you made the wrong decision. Whatever you did, it was it didn't work. Right. You know, I said this in the borough, the first part of the season. I'm like, you you were making a piss poor decision for your team. You're being selfish. You put us in a bad spot. Yep. So anyway, that really grinds my gears. <laughs> well, that is week sixteen. Right? Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. We're about to do week 16. Yep. Sorry. Nicole just sent me your pickums. They came through and I was reading pick 16. <laughs> so, okay. 
So what we have done, our wives, is that is that weird to hear, Tim? Yep. Our our wives <laughs> and others have chosen blindly. I've not looked at this, the teams they are picking to win this week. And Tim and I are going to count it against our numbers for the pickums, yep. which I feel like in a better spot than you, uh, not because of the picks, but just because I have nothing. I'm, I'm I'm more desperate right now than you are, so your safety might be gone now. Okay, so just some ground rules on this: we're not changing any of them, right? Nope. If if they somehow agree on everything, do you want to do the same thing where we make each other take another team? Okay. Yeah, I don't think. Happen, but it'd be wild if it did. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Just okay. to throw that out there. All right, you ready? Ready. Why am I so nervous? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rams Saints. I am picking. Hey, I'm picking the Rams over the Saints. I love it. Rams. Well, I can. What? I get the Rams too. Nice. Rams are playing well, so that's a great pick. She said, the Saints haven't looked good this year to me, dot, dot, dot. I hate the dot, dot, dot. Did you, do you have a reason on yours? No, she just told me who she picked. So, Okay. I have reasons for all mine. We're going to read through these. That's nice. All right, so we both got Rams on that one. Okay. Rams. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next game I have – oh, we have Saturday. I love Saturday games. Mm-hmm. Um, Bengals-Steelers. If she picked the Steelers, I Bengals. Browning has been on fire. What a great, great explanation. Yep. I'm also going Bengals. Um, hometown I, team. I think that's it. I have a feeling we're going to pick the same now. <laughs> great. great. Um, uh, all right. Bills, Chargers. Okay. Um. I mean, I don't know why we're taking turns. I have the Bills because the Chargers have a green QB, so I think the Bills will take advantage of it. Man, that's good analysis there. Oh, she's she's been listening to our podcast. <laughs> uh, I also have the Bills over the Chargers. <clears throat> All right. This is going to be the same. I know it. This yep. one might be, and I'm upset about this, and it hurts my soul. I have – uh, Seahawks Titans is my next game. Okay, I have the Seahawks <laughs> because where, where's the stupid reason? Levis is hurt. He is, and Seattle played well in the second half this week, and I think they can pull it together against the Titans. I also have the Seahawks over the Titans. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Browns, Browns, Texans. Okay. I have Browns for the reason that Stroud is out, which is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so apparently I have the Browns. I am taking the Texans. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I don't know who I would have picked in this one. If Stroud's in, I'd pick Texans 10 times out of 10. Really? Cleveland's playing really well. They are, but Stroud will put up 30 points, and I don't know if Flacco will keep pace. I don't know. I could be completely but all right. Oh, this is going to be one. Command Jets. Mm-hmm. 
What uh where do I what do I have? Um you know, I, I, shit. <laughs> I have the which feels weird. Um the Jets are garbage and the commanders played really well against Seattle earlier this year. It was impressive. I think they'll win it. Wow. I have the Jets. <laughs> I I wouldn't feel good about either of those. So. I'd feel good about any of it. Uh, but either way, they didn't pick. I wouldn't feel good about anything. Great. Um, okay. Next, I have the Colts Falcons. I think I read Colts on here somewhere. Um, Colts. I don't know. Good defense. <laughs> uh. I have Colts over Falcons. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Nah. Packers, Panthers. I have Packers with no explanation. Oh, my God. Tell me she picked the Panthers. I have the Panthers over the Packers. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. I will personally, if I miss this, I'll personally call Naomi and tell her she is smarter football than I am. That is a that is a fact. It would be the best call all year, and it was any upset call. I think she was just going too fast and misspelled Packers with Panthers. You think that's what happened? I mean, as far as excuses go, that's not a bad one. Packers. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Hey, Bryce Young looked great last week. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's why your face turned red. And I started. I was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> um, all right, Lions and Vikings. Um, Lions with Kirk Cousins out. Dot 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 dot. I don't think the Vikings can win it. Dot dot question mark. Okay, so, I was have the Lions, which I mean, Nick Mullins. I would pick the Lions over him every day. I respect that. I respect that. Um, crap. Really? Bucks, Jaguars. I got them Jags because they are a better team. <laughs> I also have the Jaguars. So, you're fine. Okay. Um, Cardinals, Bears. I know she didn't pick the Cardinals. She hates as much as I do. Uh, where is it? The Cardinals are a sack of hot garbage, and they will always be. <laughs> uh, I also have the Bears over the Cards. Yeah. Come on, Naomi. You didn't come through with me on that one. Not that one. Ooh, this is a good one. Why do we have three going in? We have three Christmas Day games. That's awesome. Yep. All right. Cowboys, Dolphins. Oh, crap. I have the Cowboys with Tyreek. I'm not sure the Dolphins can win it, even with Mostert. I have the Dolphins. Let's go. I'm also pretty sure Tyreek's back this week. Yep, he should be. Let me look. Um, He's not even listed on the injury report. haven't beaten anybody good so who knows no it'll honestly it'll probably be a good game again this no. would be a hard a hard pick either way yeah i know what you think there's no way she'd marry you or you'd marry her if she picked what i think in this next one so broncos patriots 
I have Broncos because Russell has been doing better. Yep. I also have the Broncos. It, it would be a problem if I didn't have the Broncos in this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, that'd be awkward, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Raiders, Chiefs. Um, where am I at? Oh, my gosh. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. I think it's, I think I saw Chiefs. I better say. I'm thinking maybe they can turn things around and win this one. That's fair. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I also have the Chiefs. I mean, this could be an interesting game given that the Raiders put up 63 points. But And Mahomes struggling. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, it might it might be. Is it going to be like really bad or really good? Right. Um, all right, Giants and Eagles. All right, I'm going to read this verbatim. Because the Giants – I'm sorry, I picked Eagles. Because okay. the Giants are awful and I hear the Eagles have a good defense, it just wasn't good enough against Seattle this week. Smiley face with red cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll dig there. Yeah. Yep. Uh I also have the Eagles over the Giants. Okay. All right. Well, I'm curious about this one. All right. Do uh-huh. you know your pick? You see it? I see it. All right. On three. One, two, three. 49. Okay. Oh man, I thought you picked the Ravens. No. Uh, She's not gonna pick the Ravens. That's fair. No. Uh, she said their team is stacked and Purdy has been playing really well and he has a huge bulge in his pants. Is that right, Nicole? <laughs> I, oh, no. Sorry, I made the whole last lineup. My mistake. Yeah. Is that why Naomi? Oh. Yeah, yeah. She said that too. I just didn't want to read it, you know. <laughs> Got something relevant, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we just agreed on what? Two? Uh, three with the Panthers pick. <laughs> Hold on. So the Jag, yeah, the Jags. I picked the Jags. That was different. Cowboys and no, 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 uh, no. and then what else did we pick different? Oh, Commanders and Jets. <laughs> we on four. So it was Cleveland, Houston. Yep. Washington Jets. Yep. Green Bay, Carolina, and then Dallas, Miami. Oh wow. Wow, they get one shot to play, disagree on four. There's a lot of weeks we don't disagree on two. Yep. That's interesting. All right, all right, fair enough. This should be fun. Yeah, she, yeah this should be interesting. I, <laughs> they're funny enough, two of the picks, I would have not had a good pick for it anyway. I've been like, ah, I don't know. Um, two of my definitely would have picked different, but <laughs> I mean, besides the Panthers pick, I'm not like I think I would be pretty similar. So I would have picked the Dolphins over the Cowboys, but again, I, I have to reiterate, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I'm 100% sure here. I would just kind of gut reaction. I think that offense can outduel the Dallas offense, but that'll be a really fun game to watch. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. All right. So, Tim, big question. What did you ask Santa for this year? Um, I asked Santa for – a new car? No, I. <laughs> I'm not a big gift person, so I don't uh, like. I don't expect people to give me gifts. I like just doing things with people. So grabbing a beer, or getting dinner, or whatever it is. Okay. What did you ask for? I asked for a signed full size T Higgins uh, helmet. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. I, 
think Santa's going to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, now with my gambling winnings, I want to buy myself something nice too. There you go. Yeah. So I'm the same. I feel like I'm at a point like I always tell, I was always tell my mom is I'm like, they were like, well, I don't know what to get you. I'm like, I mean, I just buy everything for myself. Just I'm like anything Titans or Bengals or Pokemon or football. Like just it's fine. Or or go buy four dollar bottle of bourbon. I'll be very happy. Like right. I a lot. Like I don't really need anything. I just if you're if you're gonna give me something, I, there's a couple. Just take me to Jungle Gems. Buy me two nice cigars. Right. Cool. I, I'm good. Um. But yeah, got a cu- couple of things for Nicole down here. Even though she opened one, it wasn't supposed to. What? But she's like, okay. <laughs> Oh look, my gift! <laughs> Can't do that this time of year. Come on! I don't know rookie mistake. Not even rookie. She's been doing it for quite some time. <laughs> Keeps happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is uh, that is week sixteen. Christmas is five days away. Yep. Um, very excited. Uh, she got me. For my, I think it's my birthday. She got me a um, Griswold hockey jersey, which I'm pretty All excited right. to wear. Honestly, my daughter about myself, I was kind of outgrowing. So the hockey jersey is a pretty cool addition. So I'm pretty excited about that. Nice. Yeah. Yep. I'm excited. And then, um, yeah, so I guess we'll talk uh, next episode. We'll do next week. I mean, it doesn't really throw all the Christmas, doesn't really throw anything off. Football scattered. I love it. Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday football. Yep. That's great. And then all the bowl games, all the good bowl games start. Right. Oh, and it's the last year of only four teams. We're going to 12 next year in the college football playoffs. Thank goodness. I know, right, man? I'm so excited. Yeah, that was so overdue. Yeah, I know. It's, it's hard to watch this. I hate the committee. The committee. I understand why it's necessary because you can't go toe-to-toe with Miami Hurricanes aren't the same as UC or whatever. But, like, at the same time, it's just like, can we just get it to a point where, like, basketball, like, you play your little tournaments, you're in, and you yeah. go through it. You can't do 64 teams or anything. But you know what I'm saying. Got to be better way, so I'm excited about that. Yep. Uh, we have thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, check us out on Instagram. Send us a message. Say hello. Whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Merry Christmas, everybody. Or whatever holiday you celebrate. That too. Or <laughs> tolerate. Yes. Oh, but yes no. What does uh, Griswold say? He's like, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. <laughs> That's how I feel. Happy uh-huh. Hanukkah. <laughs> what does what does Schmidt say to CC? It's like happy happy moonlighting festival, CC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm rambling. Thanks for tuning in. Um, talk to you guys next week. See you guys. <laughs>